two weeks in a row with a disclaimer from me up at the front. Uh, welcome to our live play of Our Farm Becomes the Battlefield, uh, which we are doing to celebrate Aaron moving into his new apartment. Um, we had some recording hiccups in this one, so you'll notice, uh, let's say a change in audio quality. Uh, and... You know, that's that's all chill and good, and we hope you still enjoyed the episode. It was a lot of fun, even though it sounds a little strange. Um, I also left, like, a little bit up at the front uh, before our little intro, just so you guys can get, like, a fun taste of <laughs> just how casual the recording process is. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you like uh, our little funky little episode, and we'll see you all next week for an anime sampler. close time dot is okay so what's gonna happen is i am going to um read an intro um and then i'm gonna say i'm aaron and layla's gonna say i'm layla or some variation of thereof and then i'm going to say our co-pilots this episode are marty as marty will introduce yourself and josh um and then i'm gonna read a little setup and then we will organize the cooperative, and then we'll talk about our characters, and then we'll, we'll play the game. Welcome to Mortified, the Friendship Quest, a podcast where two long-distance friends bounce media recommendations all in hopes the other will like it. I'm Aaron. And I'm a dig-a-tunnel, dig-dig-a-tunnel, dig-a-tunnel, dig-dig-a-tunnel, quick, quick before the hyenas <laughs> Still going, okay. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> this week, and this week, we're harvesting the rich in Fen Walters' Our Farm Becomes the Battlefield. Our co-pilots this episode are none other than Marty. Hi. I was trying to think of something clever, but I got nothing. That's totally fine. And Josh. I'm still laughing. <laughs> <laughs> now, pilots, let me ask you a question. What do you do when one man owns everything? You steal it and you break his stuff. You all used to be farmers, working the soil and making an honest living by the sweat of your brow. But then a business wizard named Tysanto offered some of your fellow farmers a deal. He would give you his golems, fantastical machines that performed all the back-breaking labor required to maintain your crops while you slept, in exchange for a short, small share of your profits. Perhaps you agreed to this devil's bargain, perhaps you didn't trust the monocle-wearing entrepreneur, and perhaps he didn't give you the opportunity. Either way, these farming golems became so widespread that the economy collapsed as nearly everyone began selling their produce so cheaply that no one could earn enough to get by. Farmers without golems were forced to sell their land to Tysanto, who were then forced into slumber to operate his machines on those same plots, earning a fraction of the goods value. Now Tysanto has gobbled up almost every farm in the area, leaving you with no other choice but to organize, unionize, and turn the means of production into weapons of war. So, Our Farm Becomes a Battlefield is um, agrarian anti-capitalism. It's about um, a group of farmers that form a collective 
and that are fighting against um, this billionaire wizard uh, who is trying to, you know, create a monopoly on the farming industry, heavily inspired by the actual practices of uh, companies um, Tyson and Monsanto, um, weirdly enough. And um, we're going to just uh, play this game to figure out how to, uh, you know, kill some billionaires. Um, so let's start with the cooperative. Um, basically, in, in a full campaign of this, you know, the cooperative would provide stats and bonuses. We're not going to do that because this is a one-shot. But basically, we just want to talk about how you three have organized your, you know, together to sell your goods to fight this monopoly. Um, so I'm going to ask you all four questions, and we're just going to talk about it for a bit. So how does your co-op distribute the food it produces? Were there options for this, or were those just suggestions? These are just, you know, we could talk about it. There are options. I can, I can read you out uh, those options. Um, but basically, it's just like... Uh, I was just wondering if that was like a hard and fast rule or if we were... It's not, it's not a hard and fast rule. This is a very conversational game. Um, but like the, for the how does it distribute the food, it's like you either sell it in the market, you share it freely with everyone regardless of membership in your co-op, um, you share it freely with members of the co-op and sell the rest at market and distribute profits to members um, or something else. I'm kind of leaning towards that second option of sharing it freely with everyone inside the co-op um, based off of membership, just because I think that it I, I, it's not the perfect solution, and I kind of like that. Yeah, I think you, I mean, like, listen, membership to our co-op can be a pretty low bar. I think you do need to give a hearty fuck Tysanto and, like, commit to the bit a little bit before you join. Um but, you know, if you can do that, if you can renounce the, the Tysanto lifestyle. Um, no posers here. No posers here. Poser-free environment. Then, yeah, you can have some veg. It's kind of like the movie Silence. We have a photo of Tysantos, and you have to step on it. Okay, great. Um, what kind of workers are part of this co-op? You know, is it more than just farmers? <clears throat> um, is it, like... Bakers or make masons or blacksmiths too. You know, what, what kind of people are, are you colleagues with, I guess? I think it only makes sense to include other people because otherwise we're not a very self-sustaining co-op. Mm -hmm. But can we like like no crypto bros, no uh, <laughs> bankers, Wall Street. Real jobs here. only. <laughs> Real jobs only. Only the sexy jobs. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I, th I think that makes sense. You know, it's it's a group of you know artisans and people who work for a living, um, trying to trying to fight this monopoly together. Um, how do you all decide what to do next? You know, what what who is the you know body that that makes decisions? Um, you know, is it a consensus among all members? Is it a consensus among an elected council? Or um, maybe it doesn't. Maybe everything just happens according to individual choices. Uh, well, listen, I think uh, as an American, we've seen the downfall of having a representative system that operates on arbitrary rules. So, majority. Hierarchies are out. Sounds nice. Yeah, I would say hierarchy is definitely out. Are we small enough to just say? Fuck it, we ball. We could be, you know. How, how big are you envisioning this this thing to be? I don't know. I think any co-op has to be kind of small to sustain itself. Like once you get a city size, it's no longer a 
co-op. <laughs> yeah, so I think this is like like under a hundred. Definitely is kind of what I was yeah. picturing. Okay, yeah. I, I like that number. There's there's a decent amount. You're gaining steam, but you know it's not like a bajillion people. So I would think like the blacksmiths would make decisions for the blacksmiths kind of thing, like okay. Because what once you get into like that, that's that's how you get complicated small town relations is when the blacksmiths are in the farmers' business and mm-hmm. the church is in everyone else's business. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, that's another one. I don't want to, to have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll see what <laughs> you, know, you know the church is going to show up at some point uh, with me here. But we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Um, <laughs> the what Mac. about... Um, what is the co-op's vision for the world? Is the last question. Um, do you want a socialist state? Do you want to be a free associating, self-sufficient communes? Um, you know, do you have no other larger vision than just like being farmers together? Or something else? I kind of love the idea that, like, this is almost a survival kind of thing. That, like, we don't know what we want to happen in 50 years, but we kind of know that right now we all have to band together. We have a praxis, not an ideology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Totally Excellent. Okay. So I like this idea. This this commune is just a group of people who have banded together. It's not very big. You know, there there's still a little bit of clickishness in that, you know, you if your specialty leads its own. Um and, but you don't know where you're going, you know, you don't have, uh, you know, a constitution or um, a manifesto, you just are sort of making it work day by day. I like that a lot. I think that's, that's kind of um, really in the spirit of what this is going for. So with that in mind, let's talk about our characters. Um, so this game's ga- um, character creation is very easy. You've got three golem types, you choose one, you give your attributes out, um, and you choose a name. Um, I assume you've already done that, so let's, um, who wants to go first? Tell us, you know, your name, uh, your character's pronouns, um, and your goal of type, and, you know, a fun fact, I guess. Well, Layla has to oh, go cool. first, she's the other, oh, no, never mind, you can go first. I was gonna make Layla do it. <laughs> There's a long you know what, silence. I'm Layla do it. <laughs> okay, uh, so, uh, my name... <clears throat> My name is Oatmeal. <laughs> okay. And uh, I have a uh, a digger golem, which hopefully, you know, I'm hoping my name was a hint. Um, yeah, digger and oatmeal. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I meant my name in the intro where I was ta- singing the dig a tunnel song. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was foreshadowing for for my digger golem. Um, Oatmeal is a nickname because I was trying to think of a funny name that had to do with uh, stomping around in earthquakes, and I couldn't think of it. I was trying to think of like a Shake Shack equivalent, because uh, I thought that was funny, and the closest I could get was Quaker Oats. <laughs> so my name is Oatmeal. Uh, oatmeal just kind of vibes, you know? Um, oatmeal did not really sign up for this. Oatmeal wandered into this commune, and someone said, spit on Ty Santo. And she said, yes. And now she's kind of here. Um, she's got like a weird, uh, weird talent for um, just like figuring out weird uses, new uses for sourdough starter. And the co-op just kind of kept her. And that's, Excellent. That's where I'm at. Very good. Um, so is Omiyoshi her? She 
her, she dates vibes. Okay, excellent. Very good. Um, who wants to go next? I'm cool with going next. Uh, so I am playing uh, Theodore McGawkin. Uh, Theodore okay. McGawkin has told everyone in the commune that it was actually <clears throat> his idea for the whole arcane th- uh, like golem thing and that he's got the notes to prove it. They're just in his other coat. He doesn't wear a coat. Um, he's probably in his, somewhere between like 60 and 100. No one's 100% sure. Giant white beard, big bushy brows, always wears the grossest hat you've ever seen, and overalls. Um, he's very excited about uh, sticking it to Tysantos. Uh, and uh, I was also going to pick a digger. That's uh, <coughs> fine. Okay. Uh, and I also kind of hinted at that by laughing at Layla's name for a super long time. <laughs> That's how I hinted at it. The meta narrative in this. Uh, hey, Josh. Yeah. Did you accidentally reinvent Mormonism? <laughs> Listen. You can't escape ever. <laughs> Uh, and Theodore uh, McGawkin, his uh, pronouns are he, yeah. they. He, they, excellent. Uh, and Marty, who, who have you brought to the table? I, uh, I, I did a separate name for my farmer and golem yeah, um, because I thought it was cool. Um, so I am a planter golem. My farmer's name is Anchovy. Um, okay. They are a... Uh, kind of like a teen, preteen, you know, in that weird age where no one can really tell how old you are. They just kind of look at how you're dressed and hope for the best. Um, they have been a part of communes before, and it hasn't worked out very well. Um, Ty Santo has been crushing them. Um, so um, they are jaded. They are kind of mean. And their their planter golem is named Beans. Beans? Yes. Excellent. Extremely good. Um, and they, them, French of you? Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Our pronoun, I'm with Layla. Are, yeah. <laughs> well, you can really tell, you can really tell that it's a bunch of queer people playing names, you know, names alone. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the only cis and straight person here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Incredible. This is the trans representation we need to think about. Um, <laughs> Diversity win. This is a different trans people. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We really are really running the gamut. Um, you are you are a planter. Which one? The planter's the little ant one, right? It's the little kitty one. Yeah. It's, I, I just read cat this morning sized. that they're the size of a cat. I was like, okay, we're doing this thing. Huh? I mean, it's the kitty one. It has six legs, so like... Like cats. You know, like, yeah, cats, like cats do. do. You know how cats do. Um, perfect. Um, I just want to just admit this out loud. I imagined all of these things as about six to seven feet tall. So uh, that really changes now knowing that it's cat size. <laughs> yeah, that's my expression too. I was like, oh, we're just going to have somebody with a little robot cat. Awesome. Okay. Uh, beans kicks ass. I love beans. And I love your two, um, your two diggers. So we have anchovy, Theodore, and oatmeal. <laughs> Again, <laughs> this fucking people playing. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right. 
That's just so. the episode title. Is Anne Kirby Theodore? <laughs> uh, right. Theodore was his father. He's Mr. McGuckin. Uh, Mr. McGuckin. <laughs> Awful. That was a horrible mouthfeel. Um, all right. So. This game is, is low prep, no prep, <clears throat> so I do have some ideas, but in general we kind of, like, we just want to, there's basically, you set up the mission, you play through the mission, um, and then, you know, we do aftermath, but aftermath's not going to really matter because we're not playing a campaign. Um, but let's talk about what kind of events or problems would be personal to your characters, our protagonists. Um, basically, we want to come up with something compelling and interesting for everyone, um, then we'll roleplay some scenes about what happens before the mission, you know, like where, how you learn about it, what you're doing beforehand, um, and then we'll jump into it and we'll do some, some dice rolling. Um, so what, what kind of mission do we think we want to do today? Hold on. Before we, before we get into this, I mm-hmm. realized as, as the co-host of this podcast, listen, we're 20, 16 minutes in to this uh, adventure. I do need to remind our audience, because it's been kind of a while since we've done this, the reason we are playing a game today is because it is mortified tradition that anytime any of us moves or has a big life change, we invite some friends and we do a tabletop. So if you're here 15 minutes in and you're like, these are the voices I'm used to, but they're not doing the things I'm used to hearing them do, that's why. Buckle up. We're fucking, we're fucking going. <laughs> Aaron, this was we ball. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> if you're in the game, you know, that was Aaron. Hit me up. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, so... What, what kind of things are interesting to, to you as, you know, what kind of conflicts do you think would be fun to play out? Um, Anchovy has big beef against the wizard for destroying several other communes that they've been a part of. Okay. Um, so anything that has to do with, like, striking a blow or protecting another area and recruiting them, perhaps, is going to be big big deal for old anchovy yeah oatmeal is like deeply into corporate sabotage it's very sexy (laughs) this is i'm gonna zig on you guys a little bit uh i am a big fan of we have to do a a musical to save the rec center (laughs) what if the supplies for the musical are part of the corporate sabotage that's what we have to go get Oh, we have to sabotage to make sure the talent show. All the costumes are locked in the Tysanta warehouse. Okay. Uh, glad I didn't do any prep because there was no way I could have planned for this. Really, I feel like that was the obvious. Yeah, I feel like everything has been leading to this. So let's. Let's say there is a town that's, you know, a couple miles from where your, your commune is located. And they, you know, you have been recruiting them for a while. Um, <clears throat> you know, they are interested in what you all have achieved so far. However, um, there is a big problem because, like you said, you know, their, um, their, their community is really just loves to do large, you know, musical productions in their local barn. Um, but because of the incredible pyrotechnics required, uh, ju- they just don't have the money anymore. Aaron, can I throw a suggestion at you? Yes. And Josh, this is a suggestion for you as well. Oh, cool. What if, what if it's a Unity concert? A Unity what for if, what? 
what if, what if, what if, speculation <laughs> that the other co-op enters into a trade agreement with our co-op is that we have to have a unity concert to like seal the deal. Oh, if we don't put on this concert, then no deal. Then they this walk. Is, this is the theater kid union. You're. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, you think all they bring is theater? They also bring joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, all, the real reason you're recruiting them is because all of the backstage people have fucking electronics uh, and expertise and they can repair your robots and your machines. Uh, but yeah, joy is good too, I guess. Um, <laughs> That's correct. Stage hands are crazy. And yeah, no. <laughs> shout out to you, baby. Uh, shout out to from the bot. Um, we need okay. the stage ninjas to stage our corporate pillaging. <laughs> yes! We really want to do more like going out to a town square while like fire and smoke shoots up behind us. <laughs> and we just don't know how to get there yet. So we have to make sure the Unity concert goes off without a hitch. Okay, okay. Um, and Ty Santo is going to try to, to, you know, get into this because they, of course, not only have Monopoly on um, farm production, but also on all the greatest musical theater <laughs> uh, you have to license them, and they won't let you put on a concert without their uh, consent. So they're going to send in their robots slash lawyers. Um, oh my god, did Tysanto just become Disney? I was going to say Tysanto and Hal and Leonard, which is a joke for three people. <laughs> no, we're on this podcast. And I, I had one little more thing of spice to this beautiful stew we're cooking. Mm-hmm. Can Ty Santos also enter in a competing like band to try to beat our band at this concert to try to get those theater nerds on his side? It's a unity concert. It's a battle of the bands. <laughs> it's it's a battle of the bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, they, they bring... They bring in their corporate band because if if you I guess because if their corporate band is also playing it's copyright infringement, that's how that works. Corporate band also like corporate magicians, you know how they might be There's a mime. There's a mime. Okay. Fellas, how are we gonna do this? We can only play two seconds of our song with breaking copyright. Okay, yeah. Correct. Yeah, you have to, you have to make, play the song in a very special. You have to rotate the song uh, and then play it at one hundred and ten percent speed. I also want you guys to understand that having these people be corporate shills does imply that they have a Facebook-only cooking nightmare video monopoly that is yeah. making billions of dollars. You know that is yeah. fact. Oh my god. Okay, great. Um, I don't know how I'm going to GM this, but let's just get into it. Um, what are you all doing? Um, you know, what's, let's start with Layla, since you're, you're the uh, other co-host. Um, what is Oatmeal doing when you get the call that you need to go participate in this, um, what are we calling it, this Unity concert? Unity concert, yeah, come on. Okay. Um... What is, so like, I have a question to volley back at you. Like, what is, has, have the, have the whispers of the Unity concert been like happening? Is this the first time we're hearing about it? I, I think, yeah, I think you guys have been planning this for a while. Okay, so, um, Oatmeal 
is in charge of the confetti because they're big digger golem <clears throat> scoopy hands and the plan was originally uh that they would just like throw the confetti upwards and that was their one fucking job um <clears throat> in this unity concert uh and they didn't want to do it because glitter gets everywhere awful the worst <clears throat> so the moment that they hear that it's fucking time right they are out in the fields digging as they do as they do as they do uh and uh honestly just like hearing the news makes makes her jazzed she's like oh my god it's time fuck yeah let me go get my overalls let me go get my coveralls my good shoes i'm ready to go she's like she's been waiting for the call okay yeah she is knee deep in the <clears throat> confetti um, just ready just ready to to uh strap up do you have a special outfit for this um i mean like oatmeal oatmeal is a very deeply practical person um obviously uh i think that the outfit is just uh some good old work worn overalls and underneath is a graphic t-shirt that no one can figure out what the fuck it says okay it's covered up in just the right way and no one's been able to figure it out for ages and she at this point out of spite she never wears it with just pants it's just always under the overalls okay um great (laughs) um Let's see. Josh, what is Theodore doing um, in getting ready to prepare for this uh, this Unity concert? Yeah, so Old Man McGawkin is... So I didn't really describe the digger very well. And I want you to picture... Because it's supposed to be kind of like a bear. And I thought, like, what's the best bear? And then I went the other way. What's the worst bear? A panda. How do I make it better? Trash panda. It's like a big raccoon. Okay, I love that. Uh, and its hammer is um, like an old metal trash can. On a stick. <laughs> Very good. Extremely, extremely good. Reuse, so, reuse, recycle. Yes. <laughs> and that's what it says. The last thing you see before you're hammered to death is <laughs> reuse, reuse, recycle. <laughs> uh, and then on the back of the camera, it says only you can prevent what, uh, fire. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. Um, but yeah, Old Man McGuckin, uh, McGawkin, sorry, don't want to get sued by Disney, um, is trying to get his performance ready because he's like, you know what they're going to want to hear? Me blow into a big old brown jug and slap some spoons against my knee. And that's that's music, baby. So I think uh, probably like seeing like oatmeal kind of like run into town, he's like, yeep, we're going. <laughs> Playing them spoons even faster, we're going. We're following oatmeal because he knows that's where we're, the play is happening. He's our only Girl. band member. <laughs> hey, if you give Oatmeal a tambourine, they'll play it. <laughs> but no one's given him a tambourine yet. Uh, what? What is our angsty team, maybe team anchovy up to before this concert? Anchovy has been in charge of the kind of like stage decoration to make everything nice. And so dressed kind of like um, Taika Waititi in Our Flag Means Death, the whole leather getup and stuff, um, they've been sharpening sticks and just piking them. <laughs> and um, when they see Oatmeal and Mr. What? Old Man McGawkin. Old Man McGawkin, okay. Um, 
they just kind of straighten up and start following with Excellent. their like pikes and their <laughs> are the golems awake while we're awake or only when we're asleep um these ones are have been modified so they can be awake while you're awake and you know you okay. have like a telepathic click cool it's riding on their shoulder while they Excellent. like double arm some pikes <laughs> <laughs> Does Beans have a big pike in it? Yes. <laughs> Beans um, has a slightly maybe. smaller pike in their mouth. Yes, 100%, of course. Um, yeah, so you all make your way over to, to the theater uh, district um, where where there's a bunch of, you know, they're, they're preparing for, for the celebration, right? There's a couple people with... Um, you know, I think they have, like, a small orchestra. It's it's not, like, a full set, but, like, somebody's got a violin. Um, somebody... It's not, like, uh, like a full bass, but the cello is, good, like, acting as the bass. And maybe they have, like, a couple, you know, like, like tambourines and, and self-made drums. Um, you know, and... But it's mostly just a bunch of, like, people in, in weird, colorful outfits um, laughing and talking amongst themselves while um, the stagehands behind, behind the scenes work... <laughs> Um, so I have a couple <clears throat> things. Uh, let's, I think your main contact, uh, here, uh, I think her name is, um, Font Prophecy. That's <laughs> this person. Uh, so Font is your main contact with, with this other town. Uh, and, and she, she says, you know, I am so grateful that the co-op was able to come. Um, you know, with, with the help of your mechs and, of course, with your own, um, you know, with, with Mr. McGawkin's wonderful performance, I think we're really going to seal the deal um, and we'll be able to share our resources and, and technologies uh, equitably. I think it's going to be a great time. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, Mr. McGawkin, if you want to do a quick warm-up for us, um, if you want to just, like, you know, test your equipment real quick, um, we're doing a sound check over there on the main stage. Yeah, do, do, do you guys have a plug for my, my jug? Excuse me? <laughs> it's an electric jug. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, talk, talk to, um, what's another one of my stupid names? Chime. Go talk to Chime Spindle over there. <laughs> um, there's, there's a person who's just like a satyr that kind of waves you <clears> over. <throat> um, so yeah. So we're going to try to do, this This game runs on Spencer Campbell's Lumen system, which is um, basically, it's a D6-based system um, with, uh, you know, 1 to 2 is a failure, 3 to 4 is a mixed success, and 5 to 6 is a full success. So Josh, I believe this is, um, what is setting up an electric jug? Is that, you know, is it smart? Uh, is it strong? Or is it, um, you know, fast? Because those are... <laughs> I will say that uh, I may have done this incorrectly, but I based this off of like, with with like grind. I, I thought that was more of like impulse. Um, it so can be because I, I, he's very impulsive. So the things that he randomly does work out better than the things that he like tries to map out. If that makes sense. Okay, that's that's totally fine. Um, so do you think? I feel like this isn't in a very impulsive role because you're being asked to do something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, why don't you do a so? So, okay. Because that is planned, precise, and careful action. That is 1d6. That makes sense. Six. Six, that's a complete success. So let's, um... <laughs> let me... Go ahead, Josh. I do, I do have an idea of the type of, like, music that um, Mr. McGawkin is able to perform. Um, if that's kind of where you were going with. 
Yes. Yeah, so it's, like, Michael Bublé at his best. It is heart-wrenching, beautiful, like, tear-jerking. How does this voice come out of this man? The accent goes away. It's a deep bravado that just moves the crowd. Oh my god. (laughs) Susan Boyle. Um, yeah, no, you do. A, you have a complete success. Um, I've just introduced the success clock um, down there. This <clears> clock <throat> is um, when you fill this up to four, you will be ready for the show. Um, so you've with a complete success, you filled up two ticks. So congratulations. Um, what what um, what else are you all doing to help set up for the show? I'm piking the decorations. Just is it an actual theater? Like, is it an interior? I don't think it's into. I think it's like an outdoor theater. Okay, so just piking it into the ground. I would have gladly piked it into a floor, but we'll just do <laughs> like, the ground. Like there are like stuffed chairs and like things that they brought out, so you could definitely just like put a pike through a chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think maybe um, chime goes up to to anchovy and says, oh, "Please, please refrain from putting the pikes uh, in in the upholstery." Uh, what if really wind need- comes? Sorry? What if there's wind? The chairs will blow away. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Chime leaves immediately. <laughs> um, Chime does Keeps not know fighting. how to deal with that. <laughs> uh, excellent. Excellent. Um, why don't you make... Uh, what kind of role would this be? Um, I feel like this is either a, a thresh or a grind, depending on what, what, you, what you want. I need a refresher on what those mean. So thresh is like fast, so it's quick, rapid, and burst action. Grind is powerful, inevitable, and direct action. I'm gonna say thresh because they're a teen, so they're not doing this very carefully. They're just doing it. So is the careful one. How about you give me a thresh? Thresh, okay. How? (laughs) So how, how many points do you have in thresh? Three. So roll three d6. Okay. This is your good one. Ten. Uh, perfect. So you're, we're just taking the highest one, which is a six. So this is, again, complete success. Uh, <laughs> great. Uh, we're your, so your good at communes. Um, you know, I think, I think a wind does start howling. I think you start, like, the wind picks up as you make that comment, and your pikes actually do, like... You know, it's not going to be super comfortable, but the chairs are going to stick. I turn and look at Chime and just double flip him <laughs> off. <laughs> His face turns very red and he walks away in um, you, you win. Uh, incredible. Um, that's that's technically a full success. You, you, you've completed the success clock here, but I do want to know um, what, of course, Oatmeal is doing to help prepare here. So... <clears throat> Oatmeal. What is Oatmeal doing? For a character that operates on vibes, she takes a lot of thought, you know, very carefully, <laughs> deliberate process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Oatmeal isn't actually being all that helpful because when you arrive into a situation that's already in progress and no one directly tells you what to do, it's hard to get started. Like, the chairs are already piped. You know, like, <laughs> what else is there to do? You hate when you show up to a thing and it's like, God, oh, they've already piped the chairs. What am I supposed to do now? We already plugged in the jug. 
Dog's already plugged in. It's amped. I mean, I don't know what else I could do here. So, oatmeal, um... Listen, oatmeal, not much bothers oatmeal, but I think, I think they are glaring very, very openly at a stage hand. Um, because we did get into an argument with them earlier that week about whether or not a fiddle and a violin are the same thing. They are. And the stage uh, insisted that they were not. And that, they, that stage hand is also a chime, and they are 100% adamant that a violin is a completely different thing than a fiddle. They're 100,000% not, and Oatmeal is very mad about it. And you know, just openly, like, dedicatedly standing and glaring. Um, they'll stop if somebody gives them something to do, but no one has, so... Okay, excellent. Um, I think Chime, like, sort of, like, stiffens up after being brushed off by anchovy, and it's just, like, uh, oatmeal. Um, it is nice to see you again. Um, I forgot what Chime's voice was like. If you could, um, I suppose, uh, we're, we're going to need, uh, somebody to load the confetti cannons. If you could be in charge of the pyrotechnics, that would be useful. Hmm. Interesting. Confetti cannons, you say. Um, would you say they're the same thing or a different thing from, like, a glitter blaster? They're completely different things. The, the diameter of a confetti noodle is completely different than a glitter pe pellet. I, I, I think it's very clear that they are completely used for completely different purposes. Oh, you don't think it's, like, a stylistic choice? Is it no. for just stylistic in, in blasting a glittery thing out of an orifice that's not like a thing you don't see the connection in the two, that they're shaped the same and they do the same thing, but there's just like a stylistic difference? And I think you're trying to play for each orifices do many different things, <laughs> ma'am. Uh. Yeah, well, I hope you're ready to get some fucking confetti in one of your orifices, you have <laughs> why I'm going. <laughs> Um, I think as Oatmeal as is storming off to load the confetti, I think uh, they see coming down the road. Um, first that you hear, like the wind continues to howl, um, and then you realize that there's there's a team of, 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 you know, there's like dust blowing in because something is kicking up dust. Uh, and you realize that it is um, a team of mechs. Um, uh, um, you know, mechanical bad golems, you know, unlike the good ones that you have. Um, and they're, uh, I think, let me, let me get all my big things in here. I have a whole list of characters and icons. Uh, I think while, uh, while God is deciding what's happening here, Oatmeal does turn to Anchovy and point at the evil mechs and go, Hey, they stole your outfits! <laughs> Anchovy pikes a chair so hard it splits in half. <laughs> Oatmeal asks about it. <laughs> I think that's my old congresswoman. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, let's see. <laughs> you did this to yourself. Um, so, <laughs> you see, you see a couple things. You see, um, crying. You see one of these like little spider mechs. Um, that's being ridden upon by a mime, yeah. Um, but you also see two people in business suits um, also um, riding on... One of them looks like they're riding on a giant millstone mech, but the millstone has, like, big evil eyes, like, like red eyes, and it's sort of just rolling down um, rolling down the path. Um, and there's also a big combine. 
um, mech that is that is just sort of like steamrolling uh, its way down. Um, uh, on top of the combine, there is a little um, concert. There's a bunch of people playing very bland. It sounds like Muzak or like <laughs> elevator music um, or, or kids bop essentially. They're basically singing kids bop. Um, and, and a lawyer, there, there's two lawyers uh, next to them, and they're like, "No, no, you have to, you have to do it a little, a little bit slower. That's way too horny. Um, <laughs> we can't, we can't. Any, any, if anything over 80 beats per second is sexual. We know this." Um, <laughs> And he's dressed like a mouse for all. some reason. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Said he's dressed like a mouse for some reason. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and floating above the mall, of course, is Titanato, the evil billionaire wizard. Um, so uh, I think I think uh, Font Prophecy says, "Oh no, they sent us a cease and desist, but we thought it was a joke." Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh, we're, we're, we're in trouble here, folks. Um, Don't worry, I have a law degree. <laughs> uh, I think Font looks at you and says, Really? No. <laughs> but I'm confident. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, um, Tysanto, I think he, he, is, he is, is chortling and he says, <laughs> Looks like those silly little co-op farmers are trying to expand into my territory. Well, I think my lawyers will have something to say about that. <laughs> um, and he, I guess he's just going to float up here for a while. Um, one of the lawyers, um, this guy, steps off of the big millstone. Um, and his name is Dirk Metallurge. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, and Mr. Um, Metallurge Esquire uh, says, uh, all right, uh, it looks like you have um, some sort of unlicensed um, musical venue uh, going on here. We're going to have to, um, we're going to have to ask you to, uh, at, you know, take this down. Clearly we, we had um, our own corporate sponsored uh, team building exercise scheduled uh, here today. So we are going to have to ask you to leave. Now, before Mr. Dirk says all that, once he dismounts from his millstone, would you say he took strides over to our gang? Would you say Mr. Dirk strided over? <laughs> now, I don't understand this reference, so I'm going to say yes. <laughs> okay, great. <clears throat> We'll see. We'll see who reacts to that. We'll see who responds you don't, to that. You can just group. at me. also has a bear um when we say bear i'm talking like fat bear week bear all right oatmeal's golem is like rotund it's looking like it's preparing for hibernation it's quite roly-poly it kind of waddles everywhere but every time it takes a step something shakes so like thank god for the pikes you know um <laughs> So it's just Oatmeal, who's not particularly tall, not very short either, just like a medium height, in, in her little overalls. And she's standing there, and her, her, her golem with the hammer waddles over, and she's just like, you know, for backup, for vibes. Uh, and she's just like, no. Fuck off, limp dick metal perv. Yeah, what the shrimp said. 
Uh, McGawkin, seeing that like it, it might be go time, is going to get into where how he pilots the mech, which is he gets inside the trash can that is the hammer of the mech. Wait, you're in the hammer? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's where that's where he is. I also want to point out he's about five two. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course, we love a short kid. Yeah, so he kind of like scrambles in there. He claw climbs on it quite adeptly. Uh, and then as, as the um, Ted, which is what he is his name while he's piloting the mech, um, <laughs> moves up and he's like, what they said. Uh, incredible. Uh, I think next to Dirk is is another lawyer type um, <clears throat> who I've named Shine Pamela. Um, <laughs> Barbara <and> Comstock. <laughs> might as well be. Um, and, and she says... All right, listen here, you uh, bunch of ragamuffins. Um, I'm going to keep talking now because I'm used to being able to talk without people interrupting me. And Dirk says, I don't think that's true, actually, Pamela. What you're trying to say, I think, is that because of the way in which this corporation and Pamela um, says, Dirk, can we we come over here? And she she and Dirk go over in the corner. Uh, they, They have a of a conversation that lasts for two minutes. Well, uh, we do that. Can we have, like, a group huddle? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to um, literally so, huddle. <laughs> yeah. With you and your garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> he sets the trash can down, and you guys lean into it. <laughs> like, hey, uh, I have an idea. Uh, look, can hear me out. So yes. what if what if I put my, uh, my golem hands together, right? And then mm-hmm. you step on, and then I throw you into the air, and then you just drop on their heads. I get the old get em technique. Yeah. Beans will get and their then, ankles. Yeah. You get their ankles, and then you pike them. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going straight to murder. <laughs> no hesitation. Thought prophecy will say, wait, 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 wait. Listen, I you know I don't like Tysanto or any of his weird goons but we have to he does suck but um unfortunately because of the way that our lease works we can't damage the theater um otherwise we're gonna lose our deposit um and like it's a theater so the deposit was quite large um those pikes were there when we got here (laughs) yes we're gonna talk about that later um but for now um i think i think what we need to do is know they're gonna probably do some weird corporate stuff if you all could help us you know negotiate that without destroying the theater i that would be cool i think okay you plan go go ahead obeo okay i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna scoop my hands and then instead of throwing you upwards i'm gonna fold you at them and then then i'll knock them out of the theater and then anchovy can pike them. I like this can plan. I a, can I give another idea just to kind of fill the space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Hey, 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 hey. This is this is an open conversation. Everyone. This is a safe space. Tell us how you want to murder him. Yeah. yeah. Can we? I, I think no matter what plan we go with, we all are in agreement. It has to end with piking. <laughs> but what if? We challenge them to a battle of the bay. If they win, they get their theater. If we win, we pike them. We get to pike them. 
Yes! Okay. I think if they win, like, we should we should maybe pike them anyway. No, no, we're gonna pike them no matter what. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank God. I have no morals when it comes <clears throat> to lawyers. Um, <laughs> so after, um, so Dirk comes out and says, uh, uh, I have, um, after some long and deep thoughts and, and yeah. hearted conversations um, that I've had with my coworker, uh, I'm going to let her uh, talk about the idea that I had. Um, and Shine says, okay, well, she sort of brushes her, her blazer off and says, uh, according to the stipulations of this we piece... We you to a battle of the bands! Are any of you fuckers wearing gloves? Anchovy and, and McGawkin, are you wearing gloves? Uh, I'm wearing no. fingerless gloves. Okay, uh, Anchovy, Anchovy stretches their hand over to, to... Or not Anchovy, sorry. Oatmeal stretches their hand over to Anchovy and, and signals, give me your glove, give me your glove. Gives it. And uh, as, as is the correct way to challenge somebody... Uh, oatmeal throws it down in front. And then anchovy uh, walks forward down. to pick it up. That's fine. Okay, well, if that's the case, uh, we will accept your challenge because our, um, our musicians are top tier, and I think that the fine people of this establishment will recognize their quality um, and their... You're on dick and shit. Oh, I was going to say family values, but clearly there are none of those here. Um, you guys have a mime! Mimes don't speak, which makes them ideal for families. <laughs> Why don't you family value my ass? McGawkin, jerk up! Anchovy looks at the mime and starts doing a jerk-off motion. I, I the most wicked jug solo you've ever heard. Devil went great, down to good. Georgia jug. Great, good, great. <laughs> Great, good, and great, and good. Okay. Um, Forced so, to live, born to jug. <laughs> so I think what's going to happen here, basically, is we are going to have, you know, the theater kids and their weird corporate band, they're going to have a fight. And your your mechs are going to have a fight outside the theater. Um, and you're going to have two clocks. You're going to have a success clock that says, you know, you successfully um, support your, your theater friends and prevent them from getting, you know, getting, you know, sabotaged by Ty Santos minions. Um, that's going to be an eight-step clock that I'm going to put over here. But you're also going to have a, let's say, and also, let's do another eight-step clock, let's make it fair. That is your failure clock. If that happens, um, you know, they are able to destroy the theater um, and sabotage the band, and, you know, you lose. And um, that's, I think that's, that's about as how I can shape the mechanics of this game uh, into the weird situation that we've made for ourselves here. Um, so let's try that. Um, so the way this game works, um, you know, in an action scene, um, you can do, um, you can move, you can do, uh, make, make a roll, and you, you can also use a power if you want, but you don't have to. Um, and that's it. You, there's no turn order. Just make sure that everybody goes. Um, and I don't move. I just react to what you're all doing. So, um, let's say, you know, we have our friends down here, everybody in the audience, um, watching this, you know, performance, um, with the mime and the 
corporate band versus time and font prophecy. Um, and you all um, are going to be on the outskirts supporting them <clears> in various ways. Um, if you see the Roll20 thing, you know, there is a distance thing. I just think that, um, you know, keep move, your, move yourself and your mechs to the where, whatever distance you are, you know, like if you need to be near or far engaged, just kind of move your, your guy around. Um, but yeah, so I think they, I think everybody takes their seats, the lights go down, um, and, you know, they, Font Prophecy begins doing a stunning rendition of, I guess, what is the most theater kids song to do? I want to say something mean, I'm, I'm going to hold that one. No, what? no please. No, please. Uh, just any, the worst song from Cats? <laughs> You're gonna have to be so much more specific. (laughs) It has to be a song from Ren, doesn't it? Like, Ren feels more theater kid. Yeah, let's let's say. um, However many minutes there are in a year. (laughs) Seasons of Love is the name of the song. Yeah, it's either Seasons of Love or Out Tonight, but it's actually about a cat instead of going out on the town and fucking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's. Let's say it's both. They're doing a medley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the mime is doing a dance that is trying to make it very family-friendly and safe and having a very difficult time of it. But uh, Let's turn the mime on. What? Let's turn the mime on. Okay. Ooh, yeah, because if it pops a boner, that's it. That's, you got your shot. <laughs> okay, Anchovy, I guess you're going first. Um, what do you do? Can I send my golem to like sabotage their sheet music so that it's a higher tempo? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I guess that's. Do you think that's a. Um, I think that would be think, a fast action. So let's do a thresh then. Okay, so let's do my 3d6 again. That's a six. That's pretty good, huh? Um, yeah, choose side. So that's two. Um, great. So it's a full success. Um, tell me how your golem so, sabotages their sheet music. Uh, Beans, Wee Beans, is just the size of a kitty cat. So uh, Beans, they're going to prowl around between legs and going like real like spy movie where there's lasers between the legs, around the instruments, up to the sheet music. And, like, probably the guitar. We're going to go, like, the guitar and the drums priority. It's just going to go in and it's going to scratch something on. I don't know anything about music, Layla. You're going to have to figure this one out. So but what you're saying is that the cat needs to get up on, on the music stand and scratch out the tempo and write a new tempo in, which just means that these motherfuckers are so rule-following that they have to do whatever's written on the page, which I think is... A cat did it. They're singing about a cat. We already established that. If the cat did it, then they have to do it, too. The air bud rule. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, yeah, you changed the time signature uh, perfectly. Um, And all of a sudden, uh, these um, group of adults singing kids' songs all of a sudden are moving a little bit faster... Um, and you can see, you can see Dirk cross his arms. He says, "That's not a corporate approved tempo. That's far too fast." You could. So the mime has to start dancing faster. The mime starts dancing faster. He's getting a little bit. You can see them cheeks bouncing. Um, 
So, is that, uh, is that mime caked up? <laughs> <laughs> is that the only noise that the mime makes? <laughs> He's clapped in the cheeks, but it's also silent. <laughs> There's subtitles across the bottom. <laughs> across this bottom. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to like disturb the flow. I just have to share. I used to work at a Toys R Us. And every single day at 5.48, they would play Kids Bop Fancy. So I do feel slightly attacked by my friend Eric. This is just what you lived through. Yeah, this is, I was the mime. I was the caked up bad I've seen, I've seen pictures of Josh, that's true. Somebody just take the trust. I got an idea, and I don't know if I can do this. So what I want to do is the digger can pull things towards it. I want to open the trash can lid while I'm in it and suck up one of the lawyers. Okay. And get him, because I'm in the trash can. Okay. Um, would you think that is a suck up one of the lawyers? That seems fast. It seems like you have to do it really quick. Um, do you want to try a thresh? Yeah, um, do you want me to give up an energy for this? That kind of feels appropriate. Um, if you burn an energy, you can use one of your powers, um... Oh. Which, like, let's see, you're a, you're a digger, so you could... You could use gravity, um, to just, like, kind of, like, <coughs> gravity, so just, really like, suck them up. Vacuum them into the trash can. Yeah, if you want to burn an energy and just use gravitate to, to suck them up. Yeah, and then whatever happens between me and Dirk in that trash can, I'll never tell. Um, yeah, no, Dirk, um, you just do it. You just get... He's in the, you put Dirk in the garbage. Congratulations. It's me. I would, it, Mr. McGawkin's in there with him. Yes, uh, that's, that's very good. Um, I'm gonna give you, gonna give you one for that. Um, who, who is... I think I think um, Pamela sees this and it says, "Finally, my shitty male coworker has been <laughs> eaten by a trash robot. Now I can finally take over uh, and and destroy destroy my my foes." Uh, and she she opens up a, a cell phone and begins to make a call. Um, I want to pike the cell phone. I just want to okay. javelin strike the cell phone. Okay. Wow. Um, go ahead and is that a that seems that seems like a strong move. Can that I use seems, a power? Uh, yeah. What power do you want to use? Um, I think I have disassemble. Um, which would probably be be disrupt. Enemy cannot act for one round. Let's see. Disassemble. Climb on engaged enemy. Or and destroy a critical component for four harm. Oh, so maybe my cat would have to do that. I can't just javelin strike them. Um, I mean, I mean you. Yeah, I mean it would be your cat, but I mean I guess you could you could just um. Hmm. It's it's supposed to be your 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 cat, but like I think we could make it work in fiction. Um, I have all these javelins. <laughs> Yeah, do you want to, like, load a javelin into your cat's mouth and he just shoots it? Yeah, I'll throw the cat. <laughs> the cat is holding a javelin, I throw the cat. Yeah, you, you burn an energy, um, and this javelin 
slash this cat mech beans hurls towards the the lawyer in in the audience uh, and obliterates her cell phone. Uh, And she says, ah, that was, I hadn't finished paying that one off yet. Um, And your your success clock advances again. Um, So that's halfway full. Um, So you've done remarkably well so far. Um, there's no complications yet, but, um, seeing that the lawyers are, are not doing great, Ty Santos says, all right, I've had enough of this. Uh, I need to, uh, I need to shake things up. Um, we need to call in the big guns. Um, and so he says, um, we've all had a lot of fun here today, but we're going to call in our, everybody's favorite performer. Uh, and of course he summons, uh, with his magical magic, um, you like the the wind howls even further like greater um you hear you hear a mechanical clanking um that is enormous and terrible um and all of a sudden descending from the sky uh is of course um that's a flag of the country france i don't want that (coughs) the french oh no (laughs) There was already Please. a mime here. A baguette. <laughs> you gotta give you gotta give me something. Roll twenty. The mimes pop in afterward. a baguette. Um, an enormous anthropomorphic um, animatronic mouse uh, descends from the ceiling uh, and begins to um, sing the uh, the Tysanto theme song. He's um, nothing without a loudly. Hey, did you say it was animatronic as in like metal? Yes, this is a Five Nights at Freddy's. Great. So uh, I would like to use an energy and uh, to gravitate the rat. Okay. To me. Okay. The the rat is pulled towards you immediately. I will. I want to crush it with my embrace. Okay. Um, crush the bear rat. hug. Okay. Yeah. Give me. This seems like a, a strong roll. This seems like a. What is that? A grind. Give me a grind. Mime can give you a grind. So that's a four. Okay, so that's a mixed success. So I think you, you, you grab the the you know this mouse. You and your mech is like grappling with this big animatronic, um, and you're doing you're doing relatively well, right? You've got it. You've got it paralyzed. However, it's um it increases its sonic power. Um, you know when it when it gets close. Um, and actually, as it gets close, it opens its mouth up and it drops a plasma sword out of its mouth uh, and, it, and it gets this plasma sword up um, and, it, and it takes a slight slice at you so you, you you take some damage um and your failure clock goes up by one okay um, so kind of i guess hearing this because mcgawkin is inside of a trash can um <laughs> he is going to uh have the robot get to the like the other side so if oatmeal's bear is hugging um the lead singer from bowling for soup and I'm going to get on the other side of it and activate my gravitate so we okay. rip it in two. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think... <laughs> I'm going to yell from the trash can, keep gravitating! Keep gravitating! <coughs> oh, no, fucking hunkers down. Yeah, yeah. Now, now they are they're tearing this thing apart. Um, let's see what the rules for gravitate are. I'm going to use uh, another energy. I cannot imagine they designed it to have the dude who sang 
the Phineas and Ferb theme get split in two by two bears, which um, is a video I can send you. <laughs> it's 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 a lot. I think you I think you've paralyzed it, right? I don't I don't think it's being ripped to half just yet because your mechs aren't, aren't super upgraded, but um you've got them you've got them trapped, um and that's that's pretty scary. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give you another success for that. Choose side five. So you are five success. Five successes and one failure, so you're doing very well. Um, anchovy, you know this this thing is it's um, you know it's stuck. <clears throat> its head turns completely around, um, and it starts to, um, I think, glow. I think I think I think it starts to get a weird uh, red glow in its eyes as it stares at um, Theodore. What is the so action? So I believe is. It's anything that is planned, precise, or careful. Okay, so that doesn't apply here. Um, I guess what I'm just... What are you thinking? Well, I'm just going to jab a javelin through the side of his head. So, that, like, I'm going to hang on to it, so I'm not going to risk throwing it and impaling one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But just from the side, I'm just going to... I'm going to try and do a grind action to just really get into them gunky works, you know? Yeah, I know. Go ahead and do a... a, a... But grind, grind is my lowest, so... We'll see. We'll see how this goes. <clears throat> oh, no. Oh, no. That's a failure. That's no good. Okay, so that failure, failure clock is going to go up by two. Um, so I think... How does this go bad? Uh, I think <laughs> I think you just run at it, um, and you like try to jab it with your, your pike, and your pike just, like, crumbles to splinters. Yeah. It's unrelated. And in response, um, it, um, it whirls around, and the, um, the, the plasma sword, like, tears part of the, the theater off. Um, and um, all of a sudden, Font is like, ah, that's not good. <laughs> that's, where our, that's where our spotlight was gonna go. Um, I can fix it. So... So that's, uh, that's what's happening right now. You gotta, you gotta contend with this big, big robot mouse. Um, Layla, do you have an initial idea? Because if not, I have got a oh, dumb please, one. please, take it. Okay, um, so th- this whole time we've been, like, gravitating it and pulling it both directions. So then McGawkin is just gonna yell, STOP! Uh, and hope that we both stop at the same time to confuse it and then hit it with the big hammer. Which he is inside. I see um, that seems like a grind to me. Do you want to roll yeah. for grind and then, um, we'll see how you do. Uh, two, a three, and a five. A five. That's a complete success. So, um, you're using your crushing hammer, so that's going to do two harm. Um, yeah, no, I think you, I think, I think your, your plan works. I think the gravity stops, um, and it throws him off balance. I think the this, it drops the sword, uh, and you come up and you throw yourself uh, inside the cockpit, and you smash into, yeah, smash into the thing's eye, um, and there's a big metal hiss, and and the the rat it does a little screech. Um, this is so important. The entire fight, you guys have not seen McGawkin. He has been yelling all of this from the trash can, <laughs> while Dirk is also still in the trash can with him. I was going to ask just, where he was. <laughs> they're both inside the trash can. <clears throat> he says, I, I would like that you, if you could let me go right now, I, I'm on the clock. I really need to get back to work. 
uh, and then there's what what <laughs> the subtitles would say Southern Hootenanny. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Very ominous. Um, uh, oatmeal turns to uh, Ty Santo and just like throws their arms up. He goes, "Hey, how do I like our fucking secret power? I call it a parodies." <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand what a, a parodies is. A parodies nuts! Woohoo! <laughs> That's not very funny. <laughs> <laughs> the entire Cassian's doing the suck in motion. <laughs> Great. Did the mime laugh at that? <laughs> um, is that your action? Because you can roll to make the mime laugh at it. <laughs> like no, I'm here to turn the mine on, mime on. Great. Good. Mom, Excellent. Boner, mom, boner. <laughs> mom, what what do we do then? Because um, Tysanto is rallying their mechs. I want my golem to cut the mime's belt. <laughs> okay, that seems. I feel like that's precise. I think that's that's a planned one. Um, try try a so. That's a six. Um, okay, that's a complete success. So I'm tormenting yeah, this mime. I can what? only succeed when I'm bothering the mime. <laughs> Beans, remove the mime's belt. Just fully. It has little energy sickles, so it just climbs right up his leg and snatch, and then trousers hit the floor. Okay. Family-friendly style. What? What? What do you want, I ask with trepidation, to happen after this? How does this help in your plan? I want the mime's dick and balls in front of the judges, please, and thank you. I mean, the mime's hung. We all have <laughs> Obviously. He's 120 pounds. He's tucking that baguette. And another 20 of ass. <laughs> and, um... The judges, the judges and the entire, the entire audience is just so appalled. I mean, not appalled. They actually applaud the mime's great dick and ass. But um, that the, the the brand has been destroyed. I think Tysanto uh, recognizes that he's been pretty soundly beaten here, uh, and he says, "Ah, we must retreat for now." But uh, don't don't worry. I'll I'll be back with more. Weird. Hung mimes. No, no more mimes. We're executing all mimes in our employ. Goodbye. Um, mimes come. Mimes come join the commune. That'll be the next mission. The great mime in for the hung mime. I do want to end um, Dirk's suffering. Um, the trash can opens and he runs out wearing overalls and a big hat, and then Theodore McCock. Comes out wearing a suit that's too big for him. Uh, and Dirk has a lot of lipstick marks on his face. Theodore <laughs> does as well. And he says, uh, you know, I've been thinking about getting out of the lawyering business. Uh, too horny. This you is, got to pike him. Uh, right. Can I well, pike him? <laughs> Real um, quick. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think you, you have successfully completed the mission. I think that, um, you know, Paul, our Chime and Font and all of the theater kids are, are definitely going to be able to join the commune and provide their skills to you all. Um, you know, what, what, what should we give our audience as our, as our closeout? You know, what is the, the scene that they look upon as, 
as we uh, close out this episode of Our Farm Becomes a Battlefield. Anchovy just reeling back to send a pike flying towards Dick. <laughs> and in the background, a beautiful rendition of... Uh, so it's, imagine Michael Bublé's voice, um, and then the exact lyrics of uh, In the End by Linkin Park, an actual <laughs> thing I heard in an olive garden once. Um, <laughs> I tried so hard and got so far. It, no, it was a little bit more like In the End. <laughs> oh, no, it's like swing. Christmas jazz. <laughs> While the pipe slowly goes through the air. Oh, good. God, okay. I think we have to stop playing. <laughs> uh, um, this was a ton of fun. Uh, Marty, Josh, thank you so much for coming on Mortified. Uh, you were both incredible. Um, do you do you have anything to plug? Where can people, you know, if they want to find you on the internet, where can people find you? I do Heartforge games. Um, it's Heartforge, one word, on itch.io and heartforge with heart-forge.tumblr.com on Tumblr, and nothing else because I hate social media. <laughs> Respectable. Uh, I am at Green History on Twitter. Uh, I also do a, uh, you guys know about Bible Boys, and Aaron's gonna plug it later. I do that. Layla, where can five people find you uh, on the internet when you're not um, <laughs> making mimes take their huge dick out? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm always doing that. <laughs> uh, you can find Listeners me. Double, this. You can find me double cheeked up on a Tuesday at L E Y L. Y L S E S on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, I don't know. I draw like soft queers, and sometimes I write things. Aaron, what about you? Um, you can find me on. Twitter at AaronSXL, where I tweet about tabletop RPGs, health policy, and writing stuff. Um, I do put the podcast with Josh. That's at the Bible Boys. We also do it with Josh's brother, Michael. Um, and we talk about Christian media and why it's uh, sometimes funny and sometimes bad and sometimes good, but very rarely good. Um, <laughs> uh, you can help us on Mortify the Legitimacy Quest by subscribing <coughs> to us on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify, setting up for a monthly newsletter through the link in our show notes, or following us on Twitter and Tumblr at MortifiedPod. Um, our theme song is obviously by Keshko from the album Filmmakers Reference Kit Volume 2. You can find more of their music at keshko.bandcamp.com. Wait, what? What, kind, what are we going to do for the after today? Uh, you can tell us when the Joker episode is going to drop. Uh, just listeners, just remember that we live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> we sure do. Um... Yeah, tune in, tune in next week uh, for our anime sampler. Remember that you can email us suggestions for episodes. You can leave us a voicemail. And remember that, um, well, in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> All right, we'll see.